0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Pain TV slash Gold. All right, folks, you've got me a all- whole pumped up ladies and gentlemen i am pumped up for today's show as you know yesterday we finished up the military.com left of boom podcast on the cyber soldier 2050 document featuring doctors peter emmanuel and diane doulias so we finished that up for you and what we showed you was that back in 2019 when that paper cyborg soldier 2050 was written Okay, And then that podcast took place shortly thereafter, that the government was all ready to start propagandizing folks, ready to run their normalization, their desensitization campaign to make transhumanism, make the concept of a cyborg human be acceptable to the civilian population. Here in the United States, and as they talked about around the world with our global partners, our allies. And so now, as we are starting to see certain people in the sort of MAGA influencer space and others are now talking about transhumanism. But I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I've started to try to listen to some of that stuff. I don't think they're going as deep as we are here. And this show is episode what 54 so we're 54 episodes deep into trying to untangle this concept of technocratic transhumanism which i will eventually get into sort of my theory on the fusion of technocracy and transhumanism and i have hundreds more episodes to go i ramp this thing up i'm going seven days a week two hours a day plus the 15 minute a day nugget which is the Uh, sort of trailer to the full episodes that drop at midnight now and then I'm working on a morning show to keep track of all of the technocratic and transhumanist news coming out that I can't fit into this show because I am kind of looking at this now as like as you guys have said to me many of you that this is like a master class it's like a college course on technocracy and transhumanism so I kind of want to keep it going in that direction along with some of my personal advice on how to live one foot in and one foot out of the matrix is: uh, my wife and I move down that path uh, further and further with how we, we can pull out more from the matrix and so I've shared a lot of that stuff with you and I will continue to and I will continue to seek out guests that are um you know like i have the midwives that we use for my wife's birth i've got our doula i have a woman we met who's been helping us with homeopathy and i'm going to eventually work them into the show when the time is right when it's appropriate but as you know now uh i wanted to move on to the second part of the cyber soldier podcast on military.com featuring the two gentlemen who are involved with the supposed ethics uh, on behalf of the army on behalf of the department of defense and that's dr edward t barrett and dr tony faff and we are going to get to that but as you know i took a little break because some of you have been poking me and prodding me and begging me to get into operation paperclip and um Coming out of that is MK Ultra. So we spent, uh, I think, all of episode fifty-two just doing a forty-thousand-foot view of Paperclip and MK Ultra. And then yesterday, I spent the first half of episode forty-three talking about MK Ultra. And so last night, I started to dig through my old research. And I decided for today, thank you to all of you who sent my ADD into, uh, into Ultra Spin mode. <laughs> so now, what I need to do is I need to tie together some pieces of MK Ultra for you. Because as I explained yesterday, we saw Paperclip being launched in 1947. Uh, Then a few years later, we saw Dr. Sidney Gottlieb over at the CIA being given carte blanche to basically do whatever he wanted to do as far as mind control went. And we were able to show you that he, in fact, set up fake foundations to spread this LSD that he purchased with government money, bought the whole entire supply of LSD, psychedelics, uh, acid and brought it into the united states spread it around i will show some stuff later on the uh, tavistock institute and such and what the government did as far as um creating this counterculture in which they kind of pretend that the lsd sort of you know sort of uh worked in reverse of what they wanted it backfired but that's not the case and so Then we showed that DARPA launched a few years after MKUltra did. And then coming out of DARPA in 1970, before MKUltra ended in 1973, supposedly, they launch uh, all of these investments into brain-machine interfaces and such. And then that eventually grows into the Brain Initiative, of which I've reviewed here, Uh, Yeah, just skimmed the surface, but we're going to get back to that. Don't worry. And so now what I want to show you is that there are some major, major connections between what they were doing with MKUltra. And now I found some information for you to show you that MKUltra was, in fact, 100%... um, grown right out of paperclip out of what the nazis and the japanese were doing so we'll be able to show you that today and we'll be able to delve a little deeper into mk ultra mind control and lsd and then i want to show you what has happened what has transpired since and what is going on right now as we speak all right, And so my theory here, my thesis really, is that MKUltra never ended. The mind control experience, uh, experiments never ended. And so when we look at Paperclip, when we look at MKUltra, and then we look at the Cyborg Soldier Program, when we look at the DARPA Brain Initiative Program, which um, Cyborg Soldier really comes from, It's all one thing. It's just a continuation. And so it never actually ended. So you have to ask yourself these questions. What are the goals here? What is the government uh, via the military trying to accomplish? Uh, We know that in the beginning, at least we're supposed to believe, that Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, trained by the Nazis and the Japanese torturers, was supposedly trying to break the mind, erase the mind, and replace it with a new mind. And we see all of that stuff echoed by Dr. Charles Morgan III in his presentation in 2018 to the West Point Military Academy cadets and faculty. And I hate to keep like having to bring this stuff back up. I don't want to sound like Sean Hannity, but for those people who haven't listened to the past episodes, I try to bring everything back in from all of the different episodes we did because each one is basically its own investigative piece. And right now, I don't write articles on these things. I just do the podcast. So the reason why we're connecting it all back together is it's one big story. You know, the history of technocracy and transhumanism, of which we covered a little, but we're going to get more into that as well. But the history leading up to where we are today in this moment helps us figure out the trajectory, where they're going with this into the future. Okay, and the World Economic Forum, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the Great Reset, Yuval Noah Harari, Klaus Schwab, all ties into Doctor Charles Morgan III, Doctor Peter Emmanuel, Doctor Diane Duilius, Doctor James Giordano, who we will get into soon. It all ties together. MK Ultra Operation Paperclip, you know LSD, uh, all of the Brain Initiative programs. All of this stuff ties together: cyborg soldier, 2050, uh, Lars Butler, artificial intelligence foundation, mind twinning, digital twins, deepfake videos. All of it ties in together. Elon Musk, Neuralink brain chip, Optimus robot, Tesla, solar panels. You know, uh, uh, Starlink satellites. You know, all of this stuff comes together. Peter Thiel running around with all of his companies, Palantir, Clearview AI, all of it ties back together. It's not some organic thing that's just occurring, folks. This is a strategic plan and it combines, you know, social engineering with actual engineering of society itself. Uh, degrading of humans uh, as we see possibly injuring people on purpose whether in war or whether in the hospitals or with the drugs we're giving people with vaccines it all ties in because then they have these human guinea pigs they can run these experiments on and so when we talk about the mind uploading and the nanobot Iron Man suits and everything else you're seeing now that it's not just the supposed private sector PR salesmen like Elon Musk or Ray Kurzweil or uh, Peter Thiel it ties back into the government to the Department of Defense to DARPA uh, to the CIA uh, and the CIA spreading its money far and wide through InQtel its venture firm You see, it all ties in. It's all one thing. It is the state. And as I constantly present to you, I believe the ultimate goal is to actually engineer humanity out of existence. Now, I believe, as I'm starting to look at this stuff, that we are in this bridge period, which, if you want to label it something that's already out there, it would be called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. All right, which is the bringing together of the biological, physical, and digital worlds. And this is where the metaverse comes into play, the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, and such, which we've covered here. So we are in this Fourth Industrial Revolution, or this Fourth Reich, maybe. And so where does it go from there? I believe as we get through the Fourth Industrial Revolution that the Fourth Industrial Era will uh have some humans i think it's going to look different than what it does today but i think the eventual goal down the line maybe the fifth industrial revolution into the fifth industrial era becomes sort of the complete annihilation of humanity but this is definitely a point in which we're reaching this bridge and i think a lot of this comes from dehumanization And so when we look at the sort of, you know, transgender movement, when we look at all the gender bending going on, when we look at erasing of, you know, the the penis and the vagina and it's a blend and you could be anything you want and, um, you know, all that has to do with dehumanization. And so once you believe you're not even like a human or there's no definition and you could be anything you want and you're just sort of, uh, you know, a piece of Play-Doh, then these transhumanists could sweep in and convince people to do these, um, you know, total physical transformations of their body, you start right now by, let's say, removing genitals or removing breasts or sewing on breasts, that eventually it's not a big deal to put a brain chip in your head or put on bionic arms or have your legs removed and, you know, build your body into some sort of exoskeleton Iron Man suit. I mean, anything is possible once you don't actually accept the real science. And the funny part is, is that the technocracy in its roots comes from the idea that the scientists and the engineers are going to control the means of production and distribution and manufacturing and everything else, you know, all because they are the masters of being able to engineer a society they can control it without politicians without any form of government that they will be able to create sort of the perfect society run by science and engineering but they have completely taken real science out of the equation they throw fake science at people to confuse them in order to walk them into the cattle car and the end goal is going to be to engineer humans out of existence because they do not believe we are efficient they don't believe we're streamlined as i told you the scientists will just continue to do research the engineers are always looking for a problem and if you're always looking for a problem you will always find a problem and then they always want to fix a problem so when we jump in to this stuff when we get back from the break folks i'm going to go a little deeper into mk ultra And then I'm going to show you what is actually going on right now and how MKUltra never actually ended, folks. I mean, it's so right in our face at this point. They're not even hiding it anymore. And how people are not concerned about this is beyond me. But hopefully, we'll be able to take this information and share it with our friends and family. And thank you to everybody who's leaving a five-star review and comment at Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. The numbers are amazing right now. The show is growing every day. So thank you very much for becoming part of this family over here. And for all of you that have joined us at TV slash gold, we appreciate that very much. Folks, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. We will be right back right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold, folks. All right, I'm going to start off here. We've got to work fairly quickly because I do want to try to pack all of this into one show for you. So we're going to go back to where we were yesterday. This is the NPR.org article. Uh, And the title of this is The CIA's Secret Quest for Mind Control, Torture, LSD, and a Poisoner-in-Chief. And just uh, to catch you up here, folks, MKUltra, which operated from the 1950s until the early 60s. Now, we found through other research that it actually supposedly ended in 1973. So we don't go with the early 60s stuff. Okay, they claim it ended in... Seventy-three. All right. So that's the number we're going to go with. 1973 uh, was created and run by a chemist named Cindy Gottlieb. If you miss yesterday's show, you should listen to it because gave you a little background on Sydney. Uh, Journalist Stephen Kinzer, who spent several years investigating the program, calls the operation, quote, the most sustained search in history for techniques of mind control, end quote. And I oppose the argument that it never actually ended. So the operation may be the most sustained search in history for techniques of mind control, but I don't believe it ended in the early 60s or in 1973. I believe it is still going on to this day. In fact, I believe they have already uh, found the secrets to mind control, and they're actually utilizing this. And I'm not going to get into mass mind control on this show, just in case you think that's where I'm going. I'm not. I don't want to get into... You know, the flicker rates on smartphones and, you know, entertainment and everything else. But trust me, propaganda is all part of mind control. I'm well aware of that. It's just not where I'm going to go with this during this show. So, we are going to listen to, at least in part, I haven't decided yet, we'll, we'll decide this on the fly. We're going to listen to part of this interview with uh, NPR and journalist Stephen Kinzer, because I want to give you a little deeper understanding of MKUltra. And to be honest with you, um, I mentioned Annie Jacobson, who was on Joe Rogan's show, who wrote the book on Operation Paperclip. She's put out there as the foremost expert on Paperclip. Um, Kinzer's sort of put out there as the foremost expert on MKUltra. I won't get into this here, but I will just say that some of these people I don't necessarily fully trust, all right? I believe that in some cases they're putting out about 95% of the information, but then they're leaving out the rest. For instance, for instance, look at what we've already done here. Uh, In my style, in the way I present content, we've already connected at least loosely, but we've connected paperclip to MKUltra to what's going on today with Cyborg Soldier, Brain Initiative and such. And these folks don't really do that. They kind of say, well, Sidney Gottlieb was a bad guy, and it all ended in the early 60s or in 1973. What a blemish, what a stain on the U.S. But they never say, well, wait a second, we're still running mind control experiments out of DARPA, the government, the military. Through the Brain Initiative and other programs, we still have people like Dr. Charles Morgan III, Dr. Peter Emanuel, Dr. James Giordano, Dr. Diane Dullius out there on podcasts talking about how we are doing this. They are the current Sidney Gottliebs, in my opinion. All right. So let's play this podcast and we'll analyze this before we move forward into the next part. And um, just so you know, folks, I'm not going into depth on the paperclip. Uh, That's still going to be a few part series. But this is so that we can then jump back into um, Cyborg Soldier again. I just want to lay out some stuff that I think is important right now, because then when we listen to the ethics guys with the Cyborg Soldier, you're going to see... All this stuff is alive and well. So I figured let's go back in history and look a little deeper and then we can attach that to what's going on today and then be able to predict where we're going to end up in the future.
1: All right, here we go. This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. You may have heard stories about the CIA's secret experiments with LSD, through which 60s counterculture luminaries like Ken Kesey and Allen Ginsberg were first introduced to the drug. There's a lot more to the CIA's experiments with LSD, and some of it is pretty horrifying. My guest, journalist Stephen Kinzer, has spent several years investigating the CIA's mind control program, which was known as MKUltra. LSD was just one of the mind-altering drugs that were tested in the program to see if and how they could be weaponized to control human behavior.
0: Okay, so you know that now. I don't really have to break that down and explain it to you, but I just want to say that this interview took place in 2019, all right? So put that into context with what else was going on in 2019, all right? In 2019, we had just heard from Dr. Charles Morgan III, who spoke... um, at West Point on his lecture on all of these mind-bending technologies going on inside academia, inside the government. It's all one and the same, folks. There's no separation between the two. And his job is to look at this technology and figure out how the intelligence apparatus could utilize it to their advantage, right? At the same time, you have the cyborg soldier document coming out in 2019, unclassified, which was commissioned by the Army and the DOD and then you have some of the um, doctors who helped co-author that Peter Emanuel and Diane Dullius James Giordano who, who we will get into going out and doing public podcasts so all at the same time all this information is coming out at the same time and you would have to say why but that's why at the end of the podcast we reviewed yesterday I called it out and said, you're starting to see the normalization and desensitization to this type of stuff, to transhumanism. I mean, when Peter Emanuel and Diane Dullius are telling you that the government is making decisions about having to normalize this stuff, make people familiar to it in order for them to accept it or at least go, eh, whatever, it's normal now. Right. Part of them releasing the document Cyber Soldier 2050 and unclassifying it, part of them going out and podcast is the propaganda campaign. That is all part of it. So whether you or I agree with it, they don't care. They just want us to be aware of it. And I told you my personal belief is that they need to be able to break these scientists and engineers that might have some morals and values, might still have a soul into getting on board with developing this for them this is the bridge they still need humans to develop the final solution for humans so they have to convince them that merging man with machine isn't that bad it's actually good for humanity Right. This is all part of rewriting history. And I just showed you a big example with Operation Paperclip, where our government admits to rewriting the history of the Nazis that we brought back here to the United States and put in charge of government agencies and programs. They rewrote their biographies, in some cases gave them actual completely fake identities so that they could hide them here in the United States. And no one knew that they were part of the Nazi regime, right? See, so we're always rewriting history. It's always this propaganda. All right, let's continue.
1: Many of the unwitting subjects of these experiments are subjected to what amounts to psychological torture. The MK Ultra program was created by Sidney Gottlieb in 1953. He ran it until it was shut down in the early 60s. Gottlieb was also the CIA's chief chemist, creating poisons and innovative ways of surreptitiously administering them. He also became head of the CIA. I don't know. You think he's the guy that uh,
0: invented the concept of COVID land, the high school theater production, maybe? And, uh, you know, these ways to lure people to the doctor or clinic to get uh, a jab. I don't know. I mean, our government admits, again, this is the official narrative, the narrative they want you to believe. And they're admitting they did this. This comes out in September 2019. Okay. A few months later, COVID land, the high school theater production kicks off. You see, folks, it's, it's like a repeat of history. So his job was to figure out ways to inject people with drugs uh, without getting their approval beforehand, without any
1: true informed consent. All right, let's continue. ...program that creates high-tech gadgets for spies to use. Stephen Kinzer's new book is called Poisoner in Chief, Sidney Gottlieb, and the CIA search for mind control. One of Kinzer's previous books was about the Dulles brothers, Allen and John Foster Dulles. Allen Dulles was the CIA director during most of the years MKUltra was in operation. Stephen Kinzer, welcome back to Fresh Air. Okay,
0: so you're going to see that come up a few times, and eventually we'll get into Alan Dulles, okay, who the Dulles Airport was named after, but we'll eventually get into Alan Dulles. But right now, he's just a player in this big scheme of things. Even even, uh, Sidney Gottlieb is. But the reason why we have to show this stuff is because it shows you where the current programs came from this is nothing new you know i don't want people to think this is just kooky elon musk or you know vulture capitalist peter thiel or just some goofball inside the government the government has been doing this the whole time this is the state and the state is acting in cooperation with the larger state which is this new world order global government not that the world economic forum runs everything yes behind all this there's black nobility and illuminati and rockefellers and rothschilds and all that which there's plenty of content out there about that stuff and i will get into it eventually but there's just so much of this technocracy and this transhumanist movement right here right now that we need to talk about so I'm showing you this so that we connect it into what's going on in the future. And I can show you that these programs that everyone from right to left that follows this type of news uh, admits, you know, this stuff's published in NPR. People admit it's barbaric, but yet these journalists don't connect it to what we're doing today. They're not showing you that it's still going on today. So if everyone could admit that MKUltra was barbaric, that Paperclip was wrong, then it should be an easier conversation to say, well, what is the difference between MKUltra and DARPA's Brain Initiative? Well, what's DARPA's Brain Initiative? Well, I listen to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am a member of pain.tv slash gold. Therefore, I am armed with the information I need to explain that to friends and family, that our government did horrible things, but they didn't stop doing them. In fact, they got worse. Ladies and gentlemen, think about that. When we get back, we're going to finish this piece up and then I'm going to show you how it connects into what we're doing right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv.